0: What the hell was that? So um, I'm dog sitting today. So I'm recording this episode from my friend's house who owns this beautiful labradoodle called Finn. If Finn doesn't, um, yeah, he's, I'll put pictures in the show notes. Uh, Finn doesn't talk at all because he's too nice. He's too polite. He's too gentle. Um, but he does have a squeaky toy, which is what that sound is now. Um, oh, there we go. Uh, so I was thinking like Finn could act as my co-host on this episode and take some of the burden off me. So I've given him the squeaky toy and Finn? Finn? Baby? Finn? Okay. One squeak means yes, two squeaks means no. Okay? Okay. So um if you want to ask Finn some questions, political questions, bear in mind he's um he's extremely conservative. Oh. And then lab- he can he can, yeah, answer you back. So if you want to go ahead and do that.
1: A conservative labradoodle kinda of, sounds like a misnomer. I mean, he's really playing against his
0: own people there. He really is, but he's a complex individual.
1: Yeah, and he's and he's in, and he's he's a brown Labradoodle.
0: That's right. Mm. Oh, sorry, he doesn't like to be identified that way. <laughs> it's chocolate Labradoodle, okay? That's our word. Yes, that's what he said.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. So do you so, have questions for him or what? <clears throat> um, what's... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they have to be yes or no answers as well. Uh, that's it, yeah. Uh, hey, Finn, do you want to hear about Trump's first 100 days in office? Oh, that's a yes. That's a yes. Okay, well, let's do it.
0: So, Steve, it's just you and I again. Just it's been, you and yeah, me it's, been pretty, it's, been,
1: it's been pretty busy in the studio here for a long while, hasn't it? Like, Hasn't it? Yeah, a lot I mean, of guests. Chair still hasn't come back to pick up the uh, the entire beanie bag that he was using to sit on. Yeah. Well, it's nice. okay. Finn Finn's sitting there now. Yeah, exactly.
0: But no, it feels good. It feels it feels comfortable back to what we know best. Like a like a an old pair of underwear. Do you have a favorite old pair of comfy undies? Uh no, I don't go underwears are just like things that I wear. I don't actually have favourites. Uh you don't have like a favorite old pair of underwear that is just really, really comfy, it's just like a second skin type thing.
1: No, because usually when the underwear gets old then
0: it it gets holy, which is not good. No, it's like a wine. That's when it's like that's when it's at its best.
1: I don't know. I think I think we may be...
0: I'm not I, saying wear it out to like when you're going on a night out and not like your best underwear, but you should lounging around a house podcast underwear. you have a significant other, Richie, though. You're
1: lounging around the house in these holy underwears with like your, with, with your partner there beside you. So what are we talking about this week. <laughs> We are talking. This isn't this week. This is a special what I'm happening one.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, we're recording this in advance. We're recording this back to back with our last episode with Lena. We literally just got off the phone with Lena.
1: Yeah, and now we're recording this one because neither of us will be available next weekend. So on April the 29th, Donald Trump, the president of the United States. I want to say I've I said this wrong before. I want to say that he is the 44th president, but I may have just made the exact same mistake. I you made got last it wrong time. once before. I
0: think him well. I can't remember. I don't know. I'm not going
1: to Shit, either. he's the 45th. Shit. <laughs> and
0: not only that, when I put in Donald Trump,
1: it's got like the most Trumpian face smiling back at me. Oh, I okay. feel <laughs> Like there's all of his faces. If you just put it into Google, all his faces are bad and they make me feel worse.
0: Is there a good Donald Trump face though? Uh,
1: Well, we'll get to that. So he's been in power for 100 First days. First 100 days already. already. Well, I don't know if already. It feels like he's been there for fucking ever. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like it's a weird temporal, I guess Einstein could fucking write a paper on this. It feels like it's both simultaneously in forever, yeah. but also as if it's flown by.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't, I don't know. No, basically, I've lost all grip on reality living in America. <laughs> so time is a meaning, time is a flat circle. It's it's meaningless to me. Time I don't even know anymore. It's a flat sh- circle. Exactly.
1: Yeah, 100 days. This whole 100 days thing is pretty arbitrary. Like there isn't actually like a congressional, there isn't like a, a line of tape across the road where the presidents have to like run through winning yeah. a marathon style to get there in 100 days.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a, not a probation period like in a job where if you oh, fuck up in the first 100 days you can get out of here. If only. If yeah. only, yeah. Now, it's, it. FDR I think is
1: credited with the one he, uh, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the president during the Great Depression and World War Two, when he came Mm -hmm. to power, he's like, I'm going to get all this shit done in 100 days. And he was like a really good media manipulator. So he's kind of credited as being the first president to make it a big deal. And so ever Mm -hmm. since then, since he did it really well, all of the presidents have had are like, oh, what are you going to do in your first 100 days, Mr. President? And yeah, none of them have really been able to keep up as well as him. And Trump is no different. He is certainly, a lot has happened, but it'd be hard to figure out if he's actually gotten much done.
0: Yeah. Is the first hundred days not more like an orientation period where you just kind of learn the ropes? Because it's a four-year job commitment. No, it's like, no? it's not,
1: it's not the same as when you're going into a new job and you get to like get a handover period with the person that was previously in the position. Like, I mean, Donald Trump and Barack Obama weren't sharing an office for a couple of weeks. and They didn't have bunk desks? Bunk desks? Oh man, that'd be so amazing.
0: no. Um, they did no, not. bunk so. desks would be fucking terrible. Why? Because imagine, okay, so you, like in the What Am Politics head office in our headquarters, just outside the recording studio, um, imagine if our desks weren't side by side, but actually stacked like bunk desks and I'm on top and you're on bottom. I just say, I have, I fart. What, that's your whole day. Is you farting down that. on top of me? Yeah, basically.
1: But you see, that's okay, but because the offices are in the lard factory anyway, so it'll probably make it smell better
0: okay but like i'm drinking hot coffee and i'm really careless and i spill coffee on top of me yeah Yeah. so i guess obama wouldn't want to be on the bottom bunk
1: desk because i guess that the one on top is going to be a lot messier than the other guy yeah exactly and plus you have to ask a question when they look at each other deep in the eyes and go so who's on top
0: obama please
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, plus trump does other stuff Will we talk? About, no, we won't. <laughs> We've talked about that to death. Let's move on.
0: But,
1: yeah, no. There's a there's a there's a formal transition period which is actually written into American law, which says that um, this is how it's supposed to happen. So Trump has been there for 100 days. He's been the president since then, and uh, a lot has happened. But then also, not that much has happened. So yeah, it's yeah, it's the typical political explaining way where we're talking about a lot of nonsense. And we also go at the end, but sure, it doesn't matter anyway because of this. Yeah. Um, We'll talk about the internal politics first. So the first thing he had to do, really, was to get his cabinet appointed by by the Senate. Um, mm-hmm. So he proposes people; they go in. We've talked about it loads of times over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, all in all, apart from one or two people, he did get who he asked for. Um, I guess just to name check them first, the the most important people, I think, would be Rex Tillerson. He was the former um, Exxon Mobil CEO. He took over the Department of... The Secretary of State, uh, the Department of State. So he's in charge of representing America at the world stage. And he's been doing that. And all in all, he's got a he's been getting pretty good reviews. Um, a lot of people are saying that he does suit the role. And he's doing a pretty good job. Oh. Which, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, actually, like, I was even going to give it the liberal criticism. But no, I mean, he's doing what the American Secretary of State is supposed to do. And yeah probably something another one that maybe you could criticize from a liberal point of view is Jeff Sessions he is the attorney general which means that he's in charge of the department of justice yes um the, the laws and the police and all that shit mm-hmm. he has also been doing very well in that he's he's done a lot in immigration and he's done a lot on the conservative things that he finds important mm-hmm. um but I, like um transgender bathrooms is a big issue over in some of the states and he's been weighing in on the side of Basically, trying to take away certain things that were made to make it easier for someone who identifies as transgender to use the bathroom of their choice. And um, that was brought in in a couple of states. And he's actually trying to work against it because that's part of his modus operandi.
0: That's an odd priority to have.
1: Yeah, but I mean, he's a conservative. So, I mean, like, do we still put up the premise as being a part, non partisan show?
0: Look, when it comes to, like, when it, I will to a certain degree, but when it comes to issues like that, yeah, you know, where I I, phys- I physically can't get behind. Like it's so fundamental to me, you know, I'm not going to pretend. I'm with you on that. So...
1: He's doing bad things, but and unfortunately, he's actually doing them pretty well, and he's getting like people are pretty happy with how he's been doing his job. If you if you support him, right? And um, most of the other secretaries they've kind of just gone under the radar governing, which I suppose is a good thing in in the world of Trump and the world of news that is not always good. The fact that mm-hmm. they're just going ahead and governing and governing as normal as normal secretaries and heads of departments is probably yeah. a good thing. Um, yeah, for sure. the like even the, like there's two, there's two guys that you should be, that we, we were supposed to be concerned about. One was the um, Department of Energy. He was put in charge of the Department of Energy. His name escapes me at the moment, former governor of Texas, who actually wanted to get rid of the Department of Energy. So far, it's still there and he's still <laughs> in charge. Yeah. And the same with the guy who runs the EPA. He hates the EPA. He doesn't believe in climate change, but he's still there. It's still there. It has a lot of problems, but at the end of the day, um, they're, they're, they're putting up a fight and it's, it's carrying on. One Secretary... I think we should give a shout out to is a guy called Secretary Zincy or shit is it Zinky? How have I written this down? Zinky, Zinky. It's a funny name. He's the he's the secretary for the interior and he is just having the best job. He is having the best time.
0: It's, so probably, it's, it's for a sec. like Okay. Th- tell me how it's pronounced first. Uh, It's spelled Z-I-N-K-E. How okay. would you pronounce it? Is there it? phonetic spelling next to that? Because I don't want to f- <laughs> Take a stab at that and just be. There's not. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with um, Secretary Zinke. Okay, I'm gonna go Zinky and we're just gonna spread, like, spread our bets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're covering both ends here. Yeah, probably both of us are wrong. But uh, so, what does Secretary of the Interior do? What does What is the interior? Is it just it's like domestic a issues? Oh,
1: it's actually a misnomer because you think that it's all about being inside, but it's not. It's the opposite. It's about being outside. So what? his dep- his department looks after the national parks. It looks after like fisheries, wildlife, um, water, science, land and mineral management, all the outdoorsy shit is what the Department yeah. of the Interior Wait, sorry, did you say cares. water,
0: like water, comma science or water, science? Uh,
1: water and science, two different things.
0: Okay. I guess there are like
1: water and science is probably covered in loads of other things. These would be like water and science issues specific to governing the internal affairs of the parks, maybe. I don't know, I'm guessing. Yeah. Anyway, he's been having a he's been having a fucking great time. He turned up to work on his first day on a horse.
0: It's <laughs> <That's laughs> a power play.
1: Yeah, but like, and then not only that, he's if he ch- he's got a fucking amazing Twitter account. I mean, I know he's a conservative and all that, but this guy, he he's happy doing his job. He is instituting. He's got a countdown every day. He says he's bringing in. It's okay to bring your dog to work day, um, and every day he brings up a you new photograph that, of Finn. a dog.
0: Sorry, been super <laughs> excited about that. Oh, there we go.
1: (laughs) So this is the tweet he's been giving every day. Study show dogs in the office improve collaboration and creativity. We're giving it a try in 14 days at Interior and then the only thing he adds every day is a new photograph of a happy dog with Meet Augie hashtag Dogs of Interior. Man, and he's been doing that every day. He, puts up, he put, puts up a new photograph of a dog that belongs to someone that works for the Department of the Interior, and he's saying, "We're going to be having these dogs coming to work very soon." I'm excited. You should be. And it's just photographs I of the am National excited. Parks. It's photographs of volcanoes, of the crater lake, of people taking photographs of trees in the sunset. Like okay. Trump is a, he's not a guy, a great guy. He's come back on a wave of conservatism, but this guy is showing how governance can be done well. Yeah, that sounds, so, that sounds
0: fucking great. I'll put some links on in the show notes. That sounds s- great.
1: Secretary Ryan Zink, Zinky. Um, yeah, you're doing well. Although... I haven't done any more background apart from his Twitter, so I really hope he's not like the worst politician <laughs> in the world before he took this job.
0: <laughs> if you went like one level deeper on your research, you find out like some horrendous. Oh, he eats the dogs after. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully it's not that. I'm sure it's not. Ooh, yeah, no, it's not. No. No, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. like. <laughs> What's that, Finn? Oh, <laughs> Finn has strong opinions on this guy. <laughs> Moving
1: swiftly on. So the inter- uh, another internal politics thing is that the advisors in the White House has actually changed a lot since he started and since now. Um, mm. so we've mentioned Steve Bannon a few times. Do you yes. remember him? Yeah, the, like,
0: the um the what's the name of that fucking newspaper? Breitbart Breitbart, yeah. Yeah,
1: he's the power he's the power that he was behind a lot of the Trump rise and apparently he helped Trump get the message out to try and get the votes of the fucking alt-right dickheads basically. And mm-hmm. got them behind him um, And he was taken on As a very Senior advisor Basically second only To the, the Chief of staff And He was given seats In the foreign policy meetings And like like bas- The top level shit he, he apparently Is losing his positions He is being wound down And uh, Donald Trump Has been openly Talking bad shit about him In the press Really? And apparently It's all because um, Jared Kushner Who is Donald Trump's Son-in-law He's married mm-hmm. to Ivanka mm-hmm. um he has been coming in, and he's been taking more and more power. Apparently, as he's he's more often getting the ear of the president. He's um, apparently he's he would be like he'd be more liberal, he'd be more Wall Street, he'd be more like Democrat almost. Then. Yeah. And his his opinions usually kind of conflict with Bannon, and apparently he's winning in the war. So I wouldn't be surprised if Steve Bannon is actually gone. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe during the summer or something like that, when there's a quiet period to move him out mm. in the next hundred days. Yeah, and these these are the well, yeah, maybe the next the next arbitrary made up checkpoint. <laughs>
0: Um, we're these, going to have a daily catch up now after this point. 101 days, 102 days. <laughs> the reason 105
1: and a half days is important is because... <laughs>
0: 105 and a half. What did he have for breakfast, Steve? So
1: yeah, um, I think the significant thing about this is that Steve Bannon was alternative. He was He was not part of the mainstream at all and that was part of what people were afraid of when Trump was coming in, that this guy was going to be listening to crackpot opinions and that he wouldn't normalise. But to a certain extent... And it's hard to tell: Are we just getting used to listening to the Trump, or is Trump actually
0: normalizing? That was going to be one of my questions for this episode.
1: Okay, so look, we'll skip on through. It. We'll we'll skip through the other things that he's done, and then we'll get to that at the end, I suppose, because that's yeah. that's more of
0: a reflective thing. Uh, right. For in terms of, are you are you going back to the Kushner thing? Um, no. Because I was going to say, so there's um, I'll link in the show notes as well. You know, Nerdwriter. Yeah. Did you see his thing on Kushner?
1: No, I missed that one.
0: Yes, you should check it out. It, it's it's just kind of exploring the enigma that is Kushner, that like, and the, it, talking about the conflicts from his own family history, and now you know his being embedded in the Trump family. Um, it's a it's a lovely little video essay on Kushner and how much of a, a enigma he is. Um, so I'll link that in the show notes as well. Yeah. A good little bit. Of I'll a be warm. sure
1: to click on it myself. Yeah, for sure. So we'll get to like, that's kind of the internal politics of what's going on. We'll talk about domestic policies now. So we've talked a lot about the attempts at immigration um, policy changes, like the Muslim ban, essentially what it was. They've tried that twice. Um, And both times they were knocked back by the judges. Thankfully, they still haven't managed to figure out how to get that through. Mm -hmm. Is that still a priority for them? Um,
0: At least in its current form?
1: Yeah, I guess it looks like the Trump White House isn't actually taking this 100 days thing as as a checkpoint themselves. So like us in the media. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just uh,
0: describe us as being in the media? No,
1: I said we us are, the ba- media. If
0: we are in the media, we are barely touching the media. We're outside the media's doors knocking, like trying to get in.
1: Look, I can see a satellite dish from the window of the Lard Factory office that we use. Okay, it may be at the back of a trailer of a guy that lives down the road, but it's still a satellite dish and it counts. Okay, I have
0: a I have a better view of it because I'm in the top of our bunk desks.
1: It's true. <laughs> so the Muslim ban hasn't actually gotten in, but they have been doing things in terms of changing how the Department of, of uh, like the departments that manage immigration have worked. So they they change the rules um, on how the police are supposed to interact with. Um, Non-legals and um, undocumented people, and they want them to be basically arrested and deported far more often than they would have been. So it used to be that um you, you would have to commit like a very, very serious crime as an undocumented person for the fact that you were undocumented to come into it. Normally, they would, they would like you wouldn't get away with things per se, like get away with crimes, but certainly you wouldn't be treated any different to someone else that made the same kind of crimes. But now, mm-hmm. They want to take in the fact that you're undocumented as being the number one crime that you, like if you get caught um on a traffic on a, in like a traffic thing. It used to be that you you would get a traffic fine. Now it is that if you are undocumented and you get stopped by a traffic fine, you could also get deported, which is they're trying to change things that way. Right. And um, apparently there's a massive detention center somewhere on the East Coast. I think it might be in New Jersey, because most terrible things are. Um, <laughs> and it's essentially like a two hundred thousand person prison at this stage. Jesus. Yeah, and I don't know. I like you hear about this and it isn't really being talked about too much so it's hard to tell if it is actually as grim as what everyone describes it as, but if it is, it certainly sounds pretty terrible. Yeah. Um they had a victory, um certainly a momentous one. They managed to replace Anthony Scalia who died and the Supreme Court. So we mentioned that a few times. Um they mm-hmm. have replaced him with Neil Gorsuch. Mm -hmm. Um, And how's he doing? How's he fair? He's only had one or two days of actual um, being a judge in the Supreme Court and apparently he's doing pretty well. Um, Oh, great. He's talked a shit ton, um, but he has done exactly what everyone thought he would do and it looks like he's going to be a super duper
0: conservative judge. Right. So how does that shift the balance, um, the ideological balance of the Supreme Court right now?
1: It doesn't. So what it does, it used to be that there was a guy called Anthony Scalia who was just as conservative as this guy appears to be. So he's basically just replacing him. It goes back to being five conservative, four liberal, right? which um, has changed a lot of things. But sometimes that doesn't mean that just because there's five conservative judges doesn't mean that they're always going to go down on the conservative
0: line. Just to keep that in mind. Yes, for sure. It's not. Yeah, it's not a binary yeah. thing.
1: Yeah, because Obama had those same numbers and he still managed to get a couple of things through. One of them was health care. So we'll talk about that now. Um nice segue you're getting really good at this <laughs> donald trump campaigned saying he wanted to get rid of obamacare the entire republican message for the past six years has been getting rid of obamacare mm-hmm. they tried to get rid of obamacare they failed to get rid of obamacare it is still there it mm-hmm. is still the law of the land it is still what you have to do it is still what the companies have to do they still have to get health care for you you're you're still technically legally mandated to get health care if you're a citizen all yeah. those laws are still there um Steve, can i
0: ask a quick aside question here that i've been meaning to ask you for a few episodes now this is when we've talked about obamacare is it bad that because it's obamacare is like um uh a street name that's a not street name you know what <laughs> i mean like the affordable care act is the actual proper terminology for it but obamacare is like this more kind of colloquial um expression of that yeah like is that a bad thing because inherently you're building into the name for someone who's like right wing like this kind of um not controversy but some opposition there you know what i mean like it's you're already building in the name of the party that you're against yeah that's something that you know is that bad it is bad, and I guess you're right. This should be, you should be
1: called out on calling Obamacare. I don't actually care about calling it Obamacare because I like Obama, so it gives yeah, positive yeah, connotations. Yeah, like totally co- cool co- but you're right. Yeah, you're right. Because I mean, if it was co- if we just kept on calling it the Affordable Care Act, then maybe that wouldn't automatically get a knee-jerk reaction of negativity from someone
0: that doesn't like Obama.
1: Which I mean, yes. you're in- you're entitled to not like Obama, and you can still like the Affordable Care Act. So you're right. We should separate that.
0: Yeah. I was just wondering about it because it does seem like if you were maybe not informed on the topic but you you just had your own um you know conservative opinions and then you heard something yeah. like Obamacare, maybe you just have an adverse reaction to it that you wouldn't have if you heard Ooh Affordable Care Act. That sounds like it could benefit yeah. me.
1: That's that's good. Thank thank you for correcting me, Richie. Oh no problem. So, so the thing about Obamacare is that it's still there <laughs> and that
0: <laughs> Why do I even bother?
1: Okay, the Affordable Care Act is still the law of the land. The Republicans, mm. they need to try and do something before the next election comes around in twenty eighteen. The midterms, they mm. need to do something because they will be they will be crucified by their own by their own electorate if they don't. It has been the thing that they've been trying to get rid of. I'm going to call it Obamacare one more time because that is what they've been
0: pushing. But yeah, if they don't, you come can back- call, like and for the sake of this podcast, you can call it Obamacare. I don't give a shit. It's just like yeah. in general when I heard um, like Trump calling it Obamacare, yeah. You know. Anyway.
1: So anyway, they they need they need to do something. They need to be able to come back and say, "Look, we actually made a difference." We like they have the Senate, they have Congress, they have the presidency, they have the Supreme Court, they have everything. And if they can't come back with this one thing, then they're going to look like total fucking idiots, mm-hmm. and they're going to get hurt. The other internal um, two things that Donald Trump has said that he wanted to do well, three things actually. So taxes, he says that he wants to totally overhaul the tax system and make it the be- best tax system ever. Oh my God, you can't believe the tax system. By the way, don't ask me about how much taxes I pay. That's not relevant. Just keep asking <laughs> taxes. So yeah. And the, the Republicans are apparently behind them, but if they couldn't get the affordable care act repealed, which is compared, it's massively complex, but compared to taxes, mm-hmm. it is as simple as like, as, uh, as the cat in the hat is compared to the Bible. Like, mm-hmm.
0: Taxes. If the cat you, in the like, hat is my bible, but I gone. know.
1: Okay, well then, try and understand your income taxes.
0: No. <laughs> I do. I have to file. I have to file taxes over here, and like, w- like one year it was like, oh, you like, literally, it's like last year I filed them, and it's like, oh, here you get money back, have a check, and I was like, okay, I don't understand it. This year, like, <laughs> you owe us money, give us a check, and I'm like, okay, and I have no <laughs> idea what changed. <laughs> honestly that's what happened well that's it like i
1: mean and it's it's i don't like i mean in ireland we have the PAYE system where the government takes it out your employer takes it out of your wage wages and gives it to the government every year and basically Mm -hmm. you don't have to think about it at all but if you try Mm -hmm. and even look at it minutely and go to the website it is fucking complicated that's just personal tax they want to change corporation tax they want to change import taxes they want to change all the different taxes and Mm -hmm. Taxes have been around since basically governments. The only reason that we have governments is because they're able to tax people. So the entire country is built on taxes and they want to be able to change it. And if they think that it's going to be easy, it's not. And they're going to tear each other apart, just like they did over the Affordable Care Act. And um, one way that he thinks that he could get it through easier is to tie it to an infrastructure investment thing. Um Basically, a lot of the American public services have been underfunded for quite a long time and everyone Mm -hmm. keeps on talking about how they need a big infrastructure bill. So it's one of the things that Donald Trump kind of brought forward as being separate to the normal Republicans. He's like, I am willing to back infrastructure. I am willing to spend money, government money to get things like roads and airports. He actually, he keeps on going on about airports. He's going, oh, I've been to Dubai. Have you seen their airports? They're amazing compared to JFK. JFK is
0: disgusting. Does he want to get like a Trump airport? Like yeah in his, in, or his, in, his,
1: in his vision It'll be like a big T As you're landing Into New York Probably yeah.
0: But yeah
1: He like he, he says He wants to get A trillion dollars But The funny thing About a trillion dollars Is that when you want To spend it It goes really quickly It'd be like yeah. If you try and think About like Oh I got 50 quid
0: For a night out You think
1: Wow 50 quid It's not nothing Yeah But it, get, it gets spent really quickly on a night out.
0: Whenever especially. I hear, the, whenever I hear like the number trillion, it just in my head, it just sounds like a fake number. It's like saying a bajillion dollars, <laughs> like trillion just doesn't sound like a real number to me. So when you say Trump asked for a trillion dollars, it's like I'm imagining a kid going, I want a squillion monies, please. Well, unfortunately not.
1: If you ask for whatever the one up from trillion would be, then yeah, that yeah. But no, a trillion is a real dollar term in American governance. And oh yeah I'm sure I'm sure like but if you tried to spend a trillion dollars just on New York you wouldn't get a quarter of what you want to do done it's not that yeah. much yeah so well, yeah and it's like the Democrats they probably would at least some of them would try and back it and mm-hmm. we'll talk about them quickly actually so the Democrats they're they're fighting their own struggles they're, they're trying to figure out what to do after they got completely devastated in the last election losing all the, the all the levers of government and mm-hmm. um, the, the argument that seems to be winning is that they you shouldn't cooperate at all with the Republicans or Donald Trump. They should knuckle down and fight at every point. So even when it comes to something like infrastructure spending, which is public spending, which is what the Democrats are supposed to be all about, there is a chance that they will say, no, we we are not going to support any Trump bills because it'll be wrong. And right. they're afraid that they'll get hurt whenever they go back to get their own votes. So yeah it's going to be interesting they like that's they wouldn't support Neil Gorsuch at all for the Senate confirmation for when he was going to the Supreme Court and the Republicans actually had to change the rules of how votes are held just so they could get it passed um oh. so yeah they're they're not they're not making any any concessions they're not making any help they're basically just knuckling down and saying we are the opposition we're going to we're not going to help at all so right. there's no there's no there's no collaboration there's no cooperation which all in all I don't know. Like, I mean, it is Donald Trump. He's a he's a total shit. But, <laughs> but we got to this. We got to this point because of these this kind of politics, and now we're just doubling down on it. So, I mean, God mm. forbid to try and think of what's going to come next. <laughs> what's the next phase? Oh God. Yeah. Um. So I guess yeah, we've run through it all. Oh f- shit! No, we haven't. <laughs> Foreign policy. <laughs> That small little thing. You know, the United States, they kind of have a bit to do with the outside yeah, world. You know how it maybe. interacts with the rest of humanity. <laughs> okay. I just, yeah, I'm an Irish guy in Dublin talking about what goes on there. There's probably a reason for that. <laughs> so, yeah, Russia. Russia has been looming large since he came to office. So even before, even during the transition, all the links between his people and the Russians have been leaked and leaked and leaked. It turns out that... A lot of people have had a lot of conversations with a lot of Russians. Yeah, turns yeah. Everyone's just chatting with those guys. It's not good. It is not good. Russia are not considered an ally at the moment Um, with the United States. A lot of people think that basically we're we're gearing up to another conflict of some sort. If it's a cold war, hopefully not a hot war, but certainly not friendly relations. And
0: it looks like who's saying this? Like, like how serious should we be taking that kind of sentiment? It's
1: like uh, it's like a zeitgeist. It's not. It's not like. You can't say because this person is saying it, it must be true. It's just, it's people. That, yeah, it's like the the analysts that are reading it. It's like um, they're they're coming into conflict in so many different places that it just looks like that there, there is going something's not a hot war is going to happen, but they're just going to yeah. constantly be at each other's throats. So, I mean, compared to what it was like during the nineties, um, well, like the late nineties or the two thousands, where it looked like Russia could actually turn into, um, like what Europe would be to the United States, or even mm-hmm. what China is now to the United States. Like the United States and China have got a lot of problems, but all in all, they get along mm-hmm, where it is like, I mean, the president of China, he had a meeting with Donald Trump a couple of weeks ago. You you would not see Putin having the same kind of meeting with mm-hmm. the United States. So, yeah, it's it's as opposed to a post-Cold War alliance, it looks like it's, it's going to be like something new, a new form of adversary, um, adversarial um, relationship between the US and Russia. Right. And the fact that Russia appeared to have tried to help Donald Trump get elected doesn't look good. And no. yeah, he like um the, what was he? He was the NSA director, I think maybe, or the, no, was the NSA director? I can't remember. Anyway, Mike Flynn was a pretty senior uh, Trump official. He got caught talking to the Russians and he lied about it during his confirmation. So he has to quit. Um, he got replaced since. Um, but Jeff Sessions, the Attorney General, we were talking about earlier. Yeah. It, it got revealed that he took two meetings with the Russian ambassador and lied about it during his confirmation hearing. Um, he got managed that. to he managed to keep his job, but he had to recuse himself from the investigations into the Russian meddling in the elections, and that's still going on. So, the Congress and the Senate are running two separate investigations into what happened during the election and what the Russians had to do with it. So, that's still going on. That's still going to happen. Um, people are still not sure exactly what their what the what the comeuppance will be and how, if there will actually be any kind of any kind of closure or will it or will it just go down in the history books as this kind of weird thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if
0: it's going to be like an episode of Law and Order where someone's going to burst into a courtroom with some really damning evidence at the very last minute. It's going to be super dramatic and well, itself.
1: The way, I mean, Donald Trump is basically a fucking TV show character. So I would not be surprised if they go, hey, look at this bank account where Putin's signature is on a check for a squillion dollars that he gave to Donald Trump to run for president. I mean, if if that does happen, I will go, oh, yeah, oh, sure, yeah." yeah. That's, that's one of the outcomes for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even use exclamation marks in my tweet. Um, so everyone had thought that maybe because of all these ties that Donald Trump might be uh, like a, a Russian puppet. No, you're the puppet. It was one of the <laughs> best quotes from the was one of the best quotes from the debate. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't actually look like that. Um, it looks like he's he's actually he's been turning into a bit of a strongman himself um, with the Syria thing. So, he Syria used chemical weapons. We talked about that before. Um, mm-hmm. Russia have been backing the Syrian government for a long time, and Donald Trump thought that the Syrian we- the using the, the chemical weapons was one step too far mm-hmm. ordered an airstrike mm-hmm. and basically immediately severed all ties with the Russians on that issue yeah. so he it looks like he is willing to go against Putin and apparently since so before the election the Russian media RT like a lot of the Russian media is actually state controlled so you can pretty much take it as a given that, that is what the Russian government wants you to hear as well right. they were really pro-Trump they were like yay Trump is going to be great for Russia and America and everyone's going to get happy they don't mm-hmm. mention him anymore Really? And, um, yeah, it's it's. It's not even if they don't mention they don't. They're not talking about him negatively. He's just he's he's gone off the airwaves, <laughs> which is even the old silent treatment. It <laughs> pretty much. It's like we're going to talk about someone else now. Who? Yeah. So that's Russia, and we talked about the Syria thing. North Korea is still building, and it's it it's kind of freaking me out, Richie. I'm
0: not going to lie. Yeah, out of we have all a North them, Korea episode coming up soon, don't we?
1: Yeah, I think we're going to do one in a couple of weeks to talk about it specifically. So hopefully the thermonuclear war will have not have broken out since
0: then. I mean, if we, well, if we want to capitalize on the downloads, (laughs) ideally it would happen maybe the morning, like the day before or something, you know what I mean? So it's relevant, it's in the zeitgeist.
1: Yeah, but if there's a thermonuclear war, how do you connect to the internet to download the podcast?
0: Fuck. (laughs) Squeak, squeak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where's Finn? Finn's gone. Finn's had enough. So, so you're scared. You're scared of Korea. I'm kind of North like, Korea. it is.
1: It's, it's it's it seems to be getting worse. I mean, every couple of years, these kind of things happen with North Korea, but there's only so many times that you can keep on pressing these things before eventually something does
0: happen. Right. And and what, do you, what are you afraid is going to happen? A war, basically. Between North Korea and America over what? I think that, well... Or, or like, over what's the, going to be the catalyst?
1: I don't know exactly what the catalyst might be. It might be that, like, nuclear war. They try to launch a nuclear weapon at South Korea, or they, or or they just like an out, out invasion happens, or they, they like Seoul, the capital of South Korea, has got enough art- regular artillery pointed at it, not just nuclear or chemical weapons, that they could flatten the city of ten million people in a second if they wanted to. North right. Koreans. So yeah, any I'm just worried about an actual conflict happening and it wouldn't be the same as what we've been seeing through like most we haven't had this kind of a conflict happen mm-hmm. where a, a an actual deve- a couple of developed countries get involved and I mean, I don't want to be disparaging obviously the wars that have happened across the world have been terrible but we're talking about like two massive organized armies fighting against each other and yeah. that hasn't that hasn't happened in a long time. Yeah. And throw in nuclear weapons and basically oh, a drunken yeah. toddler yeah, he doesn't drink, but he gets urinated on. As president of the, of the superpower, yeah. and China doing what
0: it's doing, and Russia doing what it's doing, it's just it it's a scary time. So where can we go that's safe? Because uh, I'm on the west coast right now of America, and I'm oh yeah myself. shit.
1: I I yeah I don't, I don't know if I should tell you, but during the week the North Koreans had like a song and dance routine like they do a lot, where they like put on a big show for their people. Well, yeah, it's one, like a
0: festival or something, isn't it? Yeah, like a yearly well, thing.
1: They do it every couple of every couple, a couple of times a year, but they had CGI footage of a nuclear weapon launching from North Korea and landing on on San Francisco, and and I seen Wh- like what? a little piece what? of text. I seen what? a little, yeah, no, that's actually genuine. What? <laughs> and the I seen like a little piece of text on the on the footage that said Richie's house, and there was an arrow.
0: That's right. That's where I live. That's where I live.
1: I know. Yeah. So that's where I live. As part of their like their equivalent of a U two concert, there was there was there was a background footage of them nuking san francisco
0: why okay here's oh, fucking hell okay why is san francisco always always the place that gets destroyed like in movies and stuff
1: well in movies you ever and notice, stuff-
0: do you remember okay so i think it was you for both these films right before i moved to san francisco like i think two weeks before i moved to san francisco or at some point we went to see godzilla yeah and godzilla fucking flattened san francisco in that movie and then I think either while I was here at some point, but both of us were in San Francisco and we went to the movies and we went to see one of the Planet of the Apes movies where San Francisco was just a, a monkey filled post-apocalyptic wasteland. Excuse
1: me. They are apes. They are not Ape. monkeys. And that was that was Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Well, that's my oh, favourite franchise at the moment. So you be careful how you speak, sir.
0: Yeah, I forgot how defensive you are about this I,
1: subject. I love that movie. Yeah,
0: it's can't a great can't movie. Wait, I can't wait for It was for the fantastic. Movie. Yeah, yeah. But that was San Francisco as well. San Francisco was always being destroyed in these things.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I guess. San like Andreas
0: if, as well. Kate, on, when Kate moved here, when my girlfriend moved here, like her first week we went to see San Andreas and she had to watch the city she just moved to be destroyed. If I, was,
1: if I was Kim Jong-un and I was to want to watch footage of a nuclear bomb hitting some point in America, you'd want to pick the one with the big bridge that people can recognize. I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like if you hit Los Angeles, you got the Hollywood sign. But apart from that, it's just actually just a big grey blob surrounded by yellow sand yeah so at least San Francisco is like iconic so you got that going for you you're in uh, an iconic target
0: yeah anyway that's terrifying that they actually had um, yeah it is that was pretty pretty bad
1: so we'll talk about more on that in a couple of weeks if we're still here Um, (laughs) if I'm still here I think
0: fucking hell by the sounds of it I won't be
1: oh no Finn oh god no not Finn don't kill the duck (laughs) it's okay Finn
0: (laughs) Uh, okay, let's move swiftly on.
1: Other foreign policy things. So he's met a lot of world leaders. He met Theresa May, um, the mm-hmm. British Prime Minister. She, I think she was the first foreign leader that got an official meeting with him as president. Mm-hmm. It was kind of awkward. Um, mm-hmm. They had a little hand-holdy thing that was really weird. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, you could fucking cut together a montage of all the awkward handshakes that man has had. Yeah,
1: well, speaking of, like, Angela Merkel leaned over and asked him, did he want a handshake? And he just ignored her in the middle of a Fuck. photo shoot. It was so awkward. Um, I don't think there was any photographs from when he met President Xi, the president of China. He went down to Mar-a-Lago a couple of weeks ago in Florida, not the White House. And uh, they had a little summit. And I don't remember seeing any iconic photographs. Maybe they didn't do that kind of a shoot. Um, They chest bumped. Chest bumped. <laughs> yeah. But president Xi is a big guy, actually. Um, so he, he could stand up to Trump. I know Trump is actually I mean, tr- quite... Yeah,
0: Trump's not a Trump's not like a little, you know, stick insect or anything. No, no, no.
1: Yeah, yeah I think the two guys could hold up. Um, yeah, Enda Kenny, the Taoiseach of Ireland, he went over, and he at St. Patrick's Day we talked about that, but he used he used his speech as an opportunity to um, to speak out against the immigration policy of the U.S. That was pretty rad. That was great. Um, yeah. For some reason, just immediately after Donald Trump. Or before, either immediately before or after, just around the Syria time when he when he bombed Syria and called Bashar al-Assad a terrible man, he hosted the Egyptian president, who is a man who came to power and killed a lot of people just recently enough, suppressed mm-hmm. a democratic election and took over in a bad way. He has embraced him as being a cool dude, so yeah. his 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 policy on who's cool, who's hot and who's not is kind of hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. Equally, um. Erdogan, the leader of Turkey, has just passed a referendum, basically making himself a mini dictator as well, which isn't good for Turkey. And Donald Trump gave him a phone call and said, Congratulations.
0: The fuck is this guy doing?
1: Yeah, it seems that, well, in fairness, America has. What are his
0: motivations for that with Turkey?
1: America has a bad reputation. Well, the motivations are Turkey's a member of NATO, their allies in the Syria thing. America has has a bad history of supporting bad people in exchange for like supporting its interests. Right. So it talks the big talk about freedom and democracy, but generally they tend to go with whoever suits them and they ignore that side of things. So yeah, I mean, Obama did the same thing in a lot of ways and all American presidents always have. So we shouldn't necessarily just deride Trump for carrying on with what's always happened. It's just... Yeah. It annoys me even more because it's him. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. We've flown through it. Um, he's he's still the president. He's made it this far.
0: He has, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: we've made it this far. Nothing nothing so terrible has happened to be able to remove him. A lot of terrible things have happened, certainly, mm. to the people that got affected by them. But he's still there and he's still governing. And to be honest, um, the paddy power odds that we were checking, yeah, he, he's more likely to stay now than he is to leave.
0: I was going to say, what is your personal take? Like, do you think he'll see out to four years? Do I do. Yeah, do. yeah, I do. And I also, I also, I think there's a good chance he might get reelected. I don't, you think he'll be re-elected?
1: I think so. I think so.
0: No, I don't. It's so early days. Like it's, it's fucking impossible to, to judge what's going to happen two weeks from now, let alone four years yeah, down the road. That's true. That's true. There's no, um, point, in,
1: there's no point in even calling that
0: yeah like I My, do think just from being here that he will see out the four years I don't think he's necessarily going to be the same Trump that you know got elected well let's talk about that actually do you think he is the same Trump that got elected 100 days ago because his
1: tweets have been have been calming down I mean the last big tweet that he got in a lot of trouble for was the one about where he claimed that Obama um, wiretapped him
0: yeah. and
1: after that it looked like someone took his phone off him because he's been very quiet since then I think yeah Like the backlash to that was massive. And a lot of people were like, this is ridiculous. You can't say something like that without backing it up.
0: Yeah. Personally, myself, I could be way, way off. Um, I think, I don't think he's done like a big 180 or anything. I don't think ideologically he's a very different person, but I think he's been somewhat institutionalized. You know, there's certain procedures in place for how a, a president should act. I don't think he was always the most presidential of people, but I think he's being tapered into a more presidential manner of behaving. And maybe that's why we are um, viewing him as being a little bit more maybe discreet or subtle compared to how he was. Yeah, well, you know, the, the expression
1: the expression that gets thrown around is that the office make make it the man. So maybe it is actually happening, even for someone as fucking ridiculous as him.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, that's it, myself. Uh, I, I I don't know. Again, it's Trump. Two weeks from now, he could do something ridiculous, and it turns yeah. out he's just been saving up his energies.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I've
0: given up trying to predict these things anymore. Um, but you know what, Steve? For all of the negative stuff we talked about with Trump, there has been like one good thing that came out of him. Apart from apart from Secretary Zinke, uh, apart from that, but just in general, is like this podcast. I'm pretty damn confident this show wouldn't exist if it weren't for Trump. Oh, because no. if you now,
1: we now we've inflicted that on the world as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. But <laughs> if you remember Trump.
0: back to like the the Inceptions podcast? It was me drunkenly panicking about like trying to have conversations about Trump and trying to navigate life in America under President Trump. That's why I came to you and that's when we had this podcast. So I don't think this podcast would exist. So to that, I'm grateful. And
1: I mean, apart from
0: ourselves having fun making this
1: podcast and hopefully people having fun listening to it, I don't think it's an isolated thing. I think a lot of people have become more political, politically aware, certainly. Oh, yeah. Since this, since, since like the concept of having Donald Trump come to power, like I mean that 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 woke a lot of people. Isn't that like the the? Cliche expression.
0: expression. Is That's, it? Yeah, woke. Yeah.
1: Woke. But I think it's like it, it's a it's a it's like to be derided. It's not to be celebrated. Using it. yeah
0: for yeah for sure. Like I I think Steve, it's a slippery slope for us to try and use like young people's speech.
1: Oh shit! Oh, I did that, did I?
0: Yeah, it's like woke is like I don't know. It's like using the word lit or fire. What does that mean? Lit like something is so lit, like literary. No. <laughs> No, like, like, like not, I don't know. I'm so it's, not even
1: joking here. I've never heard of lit. You've or never fire. heard of
0: lit. Oh man, like they don't talk about it on NPR politics podcast. No, like lit is like bad job of explaining it, but it's like oh the club was so lit last night, like that kind of thing. Like it was bright. Look, I'm gonna send you some Urban Dictionary links, and you can just do some <laughs> research. Uh, well, what age are you anyway? Why do you? Why do we count as? I've fucking heard people talk in California. I'm, I'm not thirty yet. I mean, why do we count as like, oh, as part, as out of it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't. I don't know. I just don't want to talk like that. That's all. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, but no, for sure. Like people are more politically aware, or at least maybe trying to, maybe not politically enlightened or informed, but aware um, that this is like big. Like all you have to do is look at SNL really, which is, you know, primetime American television. It's, it's always just been influenced by whatever the zeitgeist is, you know, because it's a weekly live thing where they write the shows a couple of days, they write the sketches a couple of days before they go live. So it's, it's always pretty current and God, every second sketch on that show has been you know, about Trump or Melissa McCarty as Sean Spicer. Yeah, well, not just that. I mean, the quality of that show
1: has actually gotten fantastic since Trump has come yeah, into power. It
0: used to be yeah, atrocious until now. Like, yeah. I mean, it's gotten really good. I, it always goes in waves because it's very much determined on yeah, the writers yeah, yeah, and the, the yeah. cast and stuff. But they've just got, they've hit a good formula now where it's it's catharsis as well. It's like when you, when you spend your whole week reading depressing political news stories and then on a Saturday night, you can just watch Alec Baldwin get up there and just be a, a bit of a parody of, you know, the new stories that you just heard, it, it helps if you hit a good formula, but like, that's just, that, that's just an indication of how more politically minded people are going, which, you know, maybe they should have been more politically minded before, before this, this. And we could have stopped it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe like, I can't talk. Uh, I literally you know, started this podcast with you after the fact as a very reactionary <laughs> measure, so I can't talk, but, but yeah, I, I really don't think this podcast would exist without Trump. So to that end, I'm grateful. Um, but to every other end, I'm very sad. <laughs>
1: Well you got a puppy to play with for the rest of the day to help cheer you up anyway I do I do indeed. <laughs> I'm coming! hopefully um by the time people hear this which will be seven days since we recorded it that nothing crazy has happened in his last like this is day 93 but I guess yeah. we can't really put that on the episode title because that would be a bit of a, <laughs> that would, that's not a snappy
0: no it's not a snappy it's 100, yeah do you think he's saving up do you think he's saving up something big for a hundred?
1: Oh, I really hope he doesn't come out on Wednesday and say something big and everyone's like, what the fuck are you guys? You just totally
0: missed it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of hoping he does something crazy.
1: Oh, no, no, not don't bad, say
0: Not bad. Like he drops like a concept album, like a, like a rap album or something like that. So is that it, Steve? Is that, that's basically, that's basically everything that happened in Trump's 100 days, nicely condensing 100 days down to 40 minutes or whatever. Good work. Yeah,
1: yeah I think we, I think we done it
0: yeah you're very good at that uh thank you for listening as always um thank you to lena who's our last guest in our last episode It was a really fun episode to record so thank you to her um thank you to supermarket love for the theme music i am going to get better at thanking him um because i'm certainly not going to thank him with money he did that for free and i'm not going to pay him (laughs) So I'll have to make do with my kind kind words. If you guys
1: if you guys want to uh, follow us on Twitter, we're at WhatAmPolitics. Politics. We try to keep that thing at least semi alive talking about things so we and especially if you want to get in contact with us we will respond pretty quickly because we're always really excited to hear that people are enjoying it so
0: yeah more if, people have been reaching out to us and correcting us which is nice
1: we want both we please yeah, do we want both i want to find out what terrible how to pronounce that secretary of the interior and what terrible things he did before he took up the job
0: yeah if you know please please message us because we certainly don't um <laughs> and also you know like the people who have been correcting us have been very nice about it um don't so, correct us if you're going to be an absolute prick about it. That's not what we're interested
1: in. I w- I'm not going to lie. When I seen some of the correction ones, I was really worried that the rest of the, the paragraphs were going to be terrible. But no, pe- people have been lovely. So yes, please, so keep, please yeah. keep that up. Please keep that up.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's also quite on politics on Facebook as well, if that's what you prefer. Um, that's it, Steve.
1: That's it, I hope I hope the world is still here by the time we come back to talk next time.
0: Yeah, me too. Man, I'm terrified. I'm afraid of going outside and look, looking at the Golden Gate Bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge terrifies me now. And I look at it, I just see a big CGI fuck fest.
1: That's a different thing. <laughs> see you, Richie. Very much so. <laughs> see you, Finn. Bye, Finn.